to another episode of Totally Unsure in Our 20s. I'm Emerson. And I'm Caroline. Happy Tuesday, everyone. We hope that you all had a great weekend and are kicking off the week um, with a good start. We're super excited to be recording today. We're going to be talking all about moving to a big city, which is so fun because obviously I just moved a few months ago and Emerson has been in Boston for a while now. So it's going to be a fun episode. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I feel like a lot of people post-grad, like you either, you know, live somewhere, live at home for a little bit, but I think a lot of people tend to like move to a bigger city. Um, And obviously Caroline and I, we live in like, you know, Hoboken, New York, and then, or Hoboken, New Jersey, but like New York area. And then Boston's like, we do live in big cities, but I think this could literally apply for people that live in like Charleston or literally anywhere. So um, it's kind of just going to be like an all things post-grad city episode. Yeah. And we wanted to do this too, because we know that when we started the podcast, we were talking a lot about the more post-grad corporate side of things. And I know we've done a few episodes lately that are, were more like lighthearted, just like product heavy. So we want to make sure that we're balancing everything out for you guys. Um, but of course, we're going to start off the episode with our week and weekend recap so we can all catch up a little bit and know what's been going on. Um, I can start. So on Friday, I went to an Orange Theory class at 4 p.m., which I usually like doing on a Friday just because it's like nice and my work slows down and like it's I can always go. And my one issue of taking a 4 p.m. Orange Theory class is that no matter what I eat for lunch, I always feel so sick in the class, even if I eat at like 12 and I just, long story short, I ate like a lot of vegetables before, like for lunch. And I felt like so ill during the class. Like I was shaky. I was just having all sorts of issues. I was not enjoying it. It was just like, not really, it didn't go well. I did not feel good at all. And the rest of the night I was just like, I felt really off from that workout. I don't know why. So I took it as my sign to just kind of chill this weekend and kind of put the the workouts on hold. Um, and then Wait, yeah, I, just, night, I want to say something on that. I don't know who can like work out after work or do it. Like I need to work out on an empty stomach because if I'm like working out with any food in me, I swear, I always feel like I just have such a worse workout. Like I'd much rather do it when I get up. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to be doing that again, because I feel like I just wasn't even like trying my best. I don't know. So I just like relaxed the rest of the night, Friday night. And then Saturday, I had a really fun day. I did brunch with a few of my friends and we went to Dear Maud in Hoboken. And if anyone's listening to this in like the New York, New Jersey area, I would really, really highly recommend going to Dear Maud. They have all their Christmas decor up and it was so pretty. We're going to post some photos from my brunch on the podcast Instagram. So you guys should go check that out so you can like see what the vibes were. But I loved the restaurant and they have a special brunch menu and you get two for one drinks and um they were very reasonably priced as well and then food so I got like avocado toast with a poached egg and then spreads of course so it was just like a really good vibe and it was super fun seeing one of my friends who I hadn't seen since before I left for Canada so it'd been a while so we had a lot to catch up on um so that was just really what type of food is it is it just like is it just like a trendy like brunch place do they do no, like it's, mimosas? No, it's more of like a high-end cocktail bar, actually. And I went there once and just sat at the bar and got a drink. And I definitely liked the brunch vibe better. I would say it's just American food, but it's 
it's not like one of those trendy brunch places where they have like the neon signs. If you know what I'm talking about, that's not really my vibe. (laughs) They have a lot of places like that in Hoboken though, where it's like, it's giving not what I want. So anyway, um, it was really fun though. Kind of just like getting all dressed up, took some photos and just like had a really fun day. And then I rotted in bed all day today because I was exhausted. And I just like felt like a little under the weather lately, honestly. Like I just like wasn't really feeling great this whole weekend. So literally rotted in bed all day, which is what I needed. But I kind of feel like I need to like do something because I just, I never like lay in bed all day, but I needed it. No, hey, you always, I feel like yesterday was probably like, are busy with brunch and then did you eat at home or did you guys like keep going throughout the day was it like a dirty situation or was it literally brunch no it was like a long we were we had we made a day out of it oh god but it was like just I don't know I feel like I've gotten to the point where I get like so tired like doing things out of the norm like I'm just not someone who I feel like loves going out a lot and so it's like when I do I just feel like I, I get so worn down. So I'm just like trying to, and I know there's a lot of like bugs going around right now, sickness wise. So I'm just like trying to take it easy today. So I'm just like, I don't know. That was my weekend. It was really good though. Um, it was a very fun weekend, just like catching with friends and having fun. So it was good, but I'm ready to get back into my like normal routine just because I feel like it, I was very out of my routine. Yeah. I feel you on like a hundred levels there. I had an insanely busy weekend. One of my best friends from college came and visited me. So he came up Thursday night at like, got in at like 11.45 at night. I was so tired, but great to see him. I was so excited for him to come for the weekend. So came in Thursday night and then Friday, he actually went into um, where he works. They have an office in Boston. So we went into the office all day Friday, which was really nice because then I could work from home and our apartment's so small that like, when you have three people working from home, it gets really like crowded. So that was nice. He was at the office all day, worked Friday. And then we went out to dinner Friday night with my brother and his new girlfriend. My brother's girlfriend, which is so exciting. Um, And then my parents actually came into the city as well this weekend. So me, my friend, my brother, his girlfriend, and my parents all went out to dinner. We went to Davio's in Back Bay. Um, really good restaurant in Boston. It's like a steakhouse. So it's on the nicer end, but they also have one in Seaport. So highly recommend Davio's if you're like in the Boston area. Um, but we went there for dinner and it was my first time meeting my brother's girlfriend and it was my parents' first time meeting her. Um, so poor, (laughs) poor girl, poor girl. That's a lot. That is a lot. And my family's a lot like, yeah, no. So she was great. We love her, but, um, yeah, I was like, oh my God, that would be very stressful meeting like literally everyone at once. And like, of course, like the family, I was like, almost like broke out into a fight at dinner. It was just like typical, like typical. Usual. Um, yeah, I feel but- like it's kind of better though to just almost do it all at once and like meet everyone because I feel like it's worse when it gets dragged out and you're like meeting a lot of different family members over like months and months and months. Cause it's just like the constant, like reintroducing yourself and saying the same things over and over yeah. again. Yeah, no, it was really, the only thing is we sat like, so since there were a bunch of us, we like, what, how many, six of us, me and his girlfriend sat on like complete opposite sides of the table and I wish yeah. we sat next to each other. Cause I feel like we could have talked a lot more, but, um, it was fine. It was a really good dinner. And then we went out Friday night, but kind of more chill. We went to Southie. Uh, no, I like Southie, but it's just like 
it's a little, I don't know. So we went to this like kind of divey bar in Southie, but it ended up being fun. We were home like pretty early before midnight. And then Saturday, we just spent the whole day exploring. I always love it when a friend comes into the city because we can literally just walk around like all day. So we walked everywhere from like Seaport. We walked, um, I think we walked all the way to Seaport and the North End. We kind of just explored a bunch of different areas. And it's always like an excuse to eat like the popular Boston food that like you wouldn't normally get, but like being a tourist. Um, So that was really fun. And then... Saturday night, my other friend from Miami, Ellie, came in to the city as well. And we went out to dinner, me, Ellie, my friend Kyle, who visited, and then my other friend, Katie. And we all went out to dinner and it was so fun. And my roommate came as well because it felt like just my, it was all Miami, Ohio people. And we had the best time at dinner. Like we were unhinged. I think the drinks were flowing and it was just like, we were at this Italian or this French restaurant and like everyone there was so French and we were just like these dumb Americans like laughing our butts off. So it was, just, you just, you know, when you have one of those dinners, yeah, it was just one of those, like it was just such a silly dinner, but it was so much fun. And then last night we went out, um, we went to a bar in like back Bay area of Boston and it was just a night. Like we honestly, we had a night, but it was so much fun. I just like, Honestly, my college friends just fill my cup so much. And whenever they're here or with me, like, I feel like I'm at home or like a piece of homes with me. So it was the best weekend. And then today I literally kicked everyone out. I'm like, I need everyone out of my apartment by noon and I need to like get my life together. Um, there's a, We have like the funniest. So last night, since I had two guests visiting, well, my friend Kyle was on the air mattress and our air mattress is literally like the size of our apartment because it's like it deflate in the middle of the night no <laughs> I feel like every time I sleep on an air mattress it's just constantly deflating the entire night no this one's brand new it's like a king size oh. my roommate got just like I did not know it was that big it literally filled up our entire living room or like in and kitchen so the way my apartment looked last night going to bed thank god we were all a little like tipsy but Catherine and I were both like, oh, we're going to have freak outs. Like, I could, Catherine, I'm just going to close the door, pretend that does not look like this. But I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, my God, the apartment is a mess. Wait, um, was that the same air mattress that I slept on, me and Brock, when we came? No, 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 no. Oh, we slept on the couch. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, like, a pull-out couch, like, thing, futon situation that you guys slept on. Um, That was so uncomfortable. We had to get rid of that. Yes. <laughs> Hey, it's a it's a place to sleep that we didn't have to pay for, so I'll take it. There you go. You saved a lot of money. I know. Um, but yes, yeah, so then today I just like went to the um, Boston Public Library and I got like a bunch of work stuff done, and then stopped to Trader Joe's at the whole bit. But I'm like, yeah, it, it's been a day, but it was a great weekend. It was so busy, but it was so fun and like filled my cup. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It's so fun being with college friends, and it's such a just positive feeling to have. I don't know. Like, I totally agree with what you're saying about how just the people that you went to college with, like, kind of feel like home. And I saw this video on TikTok. There's a videographer who makes these videos of Madison where I went to college in Wisconsin. And he makes these really cool videos of the city. And I saw his newest one that he came out with of like all the UW Madison stuff. And I got so sad. I was like, I miss it there so much. Like Madison, I think I've said this before, but like Madison, Wisconsin, like if I ever have like a second home when I'm older, I would like want to have a house in Madison, Wisconsin on the lake because I feel like just a huge piece of my heart is like always there and I miss it so much. 
I'm a Midwestern girl now. I'm not. just kidding. I'm not. We're I'm both. an East Coast girl. I'm not. I could split my time though. We're both um Midwest girls for school. Are you, you going to move to Ohio? <laughs> no. So no, I will not be. Unfortunately, hi guys, this is my public announcement. I will not be moving to Ohio at all in the foreseeable future, unless who knows. But yeah, no, it's husband's there. We're like, yeah, we're, we're kind of emo about school. And unfortunately one of our like besties, Emma couldn't make it this weekend. So we just like literally just avoided sending her anything. Cause I know if I was her, like, you just don't want to even see it. Um, but yeah, no, it was like truly, it was the best weekend. So now I'm like ready to get into the week though. Yeah. So this is kind of like a good segment into our intro segments for the week. So starting off with what we've been loving, I've been loving the Tarte Maracuja juicy lip in the color fig. And I bought this on TikTok shop. You yeah, guys, I have this because so one of the girlfriends um, of one of Brock's teammates had this exact lip product and yeah, that one Emerson's holding it right now. And she let me borrow it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then one of my other friends, Sam, always used to wear it. And I never, I just like don't really like spending money on makeup, but they had a sale on the TikTok shop. You got four of them for $28. They're normally- well, I like didn't know if that was like, I don't really understand. A scam? No, the TikTok shop to me is like actually really sketchy. Like I don't think I'll like ever place an order from there, but I guess you did. <laughs> no, but it's Tarte Cosmetics on there. Like it's literally as though you're ordering from Tarte.com. Like it's not like- I know because it looks sketchy. It looks like Shein or something. But yeah, that's the vibe. The UI on this is like, or the UX or whatever, is horrible. Like- yeah. So I bought this pack of four of these lip products, and I love them. I love the color that I have because I feel like I'm more fair skinned and like I just have lighter features, and so a dark lip does not look good on me. But this is the perfect amount of color where it gives you like that red, but it's not too much, you know. So. I love it. And yeah, I bought it on the TikTok shop. I don't know if I'll ever buy anything from the TikTok shop again, but I mean, four lip products for $28 when they normally cost like, I think they're like 25 bucks a piece normally. So yeah, I have the one that, but mine's in hibiscus. I think I want to try the fig though. Now I'm interested. I love it. It will be linked. We'll have these products linked on our LTK as well. Exciting news, everyone. We got to like to know it. So it'll be linked in our Instagram bio. So you can check out all of the products that we talk about weekly that are our favorites. And then also uh, uh, products from previous episodes. Yeah. Just an easy one-stop shop um, place to go to, you know, find all the products that we talk about. Because obviously we're always talking products and favorites over here. Um, Okay. Well, my, what I'm loving right now will not be linked on... (laughs) on that because mine is the pre-made Trader Joe's chicken and I my the my favorite flavor is like the balsamic rosemary guys I love rosemary it's like eight dollars and it has four servings of like chicken breast essentially and it's cooked and it's like delicious chicken and it would be eight dollars to buy that like uncooked at Whole Foods or whatever to buy chicken breast and then I have to cook it and it wouldn't be as good This, I'm not kidding, saves so much time when I'm cooking. It's not even funny. Like I meal prepped my lunches. I bought two packs, meal prep all my lunches this morning, super quick for the week. And then I ate one of the like servings of the pack tonight for dinner. Like it's literally the easiest thing. And now I'll just have that the rest for dinner. Like I actually don't ever want to make chicken again. Um, 
Yum. That's how I feel about this. But oh, yum. That's so convenient. Yeah. And I know they have like um a lemon one as well. And I've had that one and that one's really good too. I'm all about just like trying to find easy ways to save time. I feel like Caroline yeah. and I and just like everyone in general is so busy and I don't want to like spend time making chicken. And then also my apartment is so small that whenever we cook something, yeah, like, it smells in my apartment. And then I feel like I smell like chicken. Like it's horrible. Um, So that is what I'm loving right now. Go to Trader Joe's. Next, our content of the week. Mine, I don't think will come as a shocker, but it's Vlogmas right now on YouTube. So anyone who doesn't know what Vlogmas is, is basically where YouTubers will post a new video every single day from December 1st until December 25th on Christmas. And I've said this before. I just love watching YouTube rather than TV shows or movies or anything. Like I've just, Emerson and I both have been watching YouTube since we were literally in fifth grade when we watched Bethany Moda. And so I just love Vlogmas and having so much content to watch. Um, There's no one like in specific, I would say that I'm super into right now for Vlogmas. I mean, the normal people, Danielle, Carolyn, she does like a lot of fun, festive activities in New York City, Remy Cruz. Gotta give her Remy, a shout Miss Remy Ashton and, and Lita Lou, Alicia. Yeah, all the, all the YouTubers, but it's just been fun having like so much content to watch. It's a little overwhelming though, because I feel like I get so far behind on watching and then I like don't know what's going on in the next, it, I'm acting like the show. These are like no, no, influencers, but I'm not kidding. Like Vlogmas gives me anxiety and I'm almost debating if I even want to like tune into those Vlogmases or not, because I like. I also haven't been super into YouTube. I, this sounds so annoying, but I just genuinely like have time to be like watching YouTube videos. And I usually just watch it in the background. So I should just keep them on for the background regardless. But like really watching them, I just haven't been doing. Um, So I'm like, I'm like, do I even want to start or should I just like whenever one looks interesting, just like watch it. But it stresses me out. Like I get stressed out with how many videos there are. I know it's a lot. And there's certain people that I'm subscribed to that I'm like, uh, you're not going to be the first video that I click on when I see it in my inbox. So oh. <laughs> I feel like, no, but I feel like Danielle Carolyn's videos are really good for Vlogmas. I love her editing and I love the way that she shows things. Like I just love the amount of effort that she puts into it. I think a lot of influencers nowadays just kind of hold up a camera and rant. And I like more of the editing aesthetic vibes, but also talking. So anyway, that's my Vlogmas rant. Love it. Um, okay. My content of the week is the Polar Express. I guess we could chalk this up to like Christmas movies. It's officially Christmas season. So whether that's like Christmas songs, Christmas movies, like I'm in for all of it. We literally got back from the bar the other night and we put on the Polar Express and we watched like half of it. Um, didn't finish it yet, but I just love the Polar Express. It was like one of my favorite Christmas movies, except Loki, it's like really scary. And I think like the man on top of the train. Scary. No, like traumatizing. I remember when I was a kid, my uncle and aunt took my brother and I to see the Polar Express when it first came out. And we literally had to leave because I was like having a full-on episode in the movie theater because it's kind of scary. But long story short, it's still a really good movie. And it's like the music when it's like, I know. It's so Christmas to me. So I was like, oh my God, nostalgic. I loved it though. Love that. Next, something we learned this week, something I learned this week is the importance of just keeping up with my skincare routine. I feel like my skin for the last 
month was like really going through it and was just not looking the way that I wanted. And my skin, I'm like, finally, I feel like I've had two weeks of clear skin. I'm like in very regimented. I feel like I've been good now that I'm not traveling, you know, with my skincare routine. So I've just like been focusing on drinking a lot of water as well, but like, I've just seen a really big improvement in my skincare routine. And I'm actually on uh, acne medication called spironolactone right now. And I'm tapering off of it. Cause I just like, don't really want to be on acne medication anymore. And so fingers crossed that my skincare routine situation will continue to be good because I've noticed a really big difference since keeping up with it and like being very diligent and regimented with it every night. So why don't you, why are you trying to taper off the acne medication? I just don't love being on any medication for a long amount of time. And also like just the side effects of it. I don't love, I mean, I spironolactone, like it's not really a super serious medication to be on, but like, it makes you super dehydrated. So I just feel like I'm constantly thirsty and like, there's just other things about it that I don't really, I don't love. And I mean, I eventually like the goal is to not have to be on medication for my skin. So yeah. I feel like Caroline and I are both the same when it comes to medication, like even taking Advil, I'm like, Ooh, do I really need it? Like I just don't really like putting like drugs into my body. <laughs> so I totally get kind of just like not wanting to have to be on it. And I also feel like it's kind of a hassle. Yeah. Uh, well, your skin looks amazing. So Thank you. pop off. No more, no fake tanning the skin. Though. No fake tanning on the face because that's honestly what started my horrible skin that I've had for the last month. I put fake tan on my face and I literally broke out for a month from it. So yeah. sorry to my dermatologist. <laughs> he was like, what's going on? she's like okay so what's causing this are you stressed yeah, he's like, like no he's like <laughs> so what changed since the last time I saw you I'm like oh I put $19 fake tan all over my face he's like this is not on the list of approved products that I told you about these are not clean at Sephora no <laughs> but beyond that um oh it's so funny okay something I learned this week is I feel like we're kind of starting to figure out like what's working with us with the TikTok content and like the Instagram reels content. Um, I think obviously like trying to stay consistent with posting on TikTok and Instagram reels, but I really feel like kind of breaking through. And I think realizing that TikTok's probably going to be like the easiest way to reach people beyond like, you know, keeping Instagram consistent with the podcast to like gain that credibility and as like a place to like build community. But I think in terms of reach, like I'm kind of learning that TikTok, I think is going to be like the main platform that we have to leverage. Um, so kind of just trying different types of TikToks to post on our podcast TikTok account and just kind of seeing like what sticks and what's working. And I think something I've realized is sometimes like the simplest videos and the ones that literally take the least amount of effort perform the best. Um, so yeah, just like really playing around with it and kind of trying different times and things like that. Yeah, no, I love that. I think I'm really working on too, just being like you said, like more casual, I think on TikTok and the podcast as well. I think sometimes I can be so serious and I'm like, just loosen up, you know, it's not that serious. Like, so I think too, like trying to bring that energy into our podcast, TikTok, and just all socials of like, just being more like authentically ourselves, I guess, in the moment and like not feeling like everything has to be so perfect all the time. So I feel like when I'm listening to, to like, the podcast back because obviously we both listen to it like I will laugh like while I'm listening and we're like being like silly and stuff and I know I'm like okay if I think that's funny like other people are gonna think it's funny too so definitely like 
just trying to be as casual and real, like on all platforms, I think is really um, beneficial, you know? Yeah. So now we're going to move into the bulk of our episode, which is talking about moving to a new city post-grad. And we wanted to talk about this for a while, but something that sparked this episode was we actually received an email from one of our listeners. Um, we've received, we loved, we love, please email us if you want us to talk about anything or like any feedback once again, or anything like please email us, um, at totally unsure pod at gmail.com because we would love any, any advice or anything that you guys want to hear. Yeah. So please feel free to reach out, but we wanted to just read the email and then we're going to get into everything that we have planned, but here's what our listener wrote in. Hi, totally unsure. My name is blank and I'm a big fan of the podcast. I was hooked after the first few minutes of episode one and have been a big listener ever since your life advice has really helped me with my job post-college. I have really struggled to settle into my new life in New York city. And I would love some advice on how to fit in, in a big city. Looking forward to hearing from you. So I think obviously this is like very much the heart of our podcast is what this listener wrote into us is just trying to figure out and like navigate your life post-college. But we wanted to get really specific today and talk about everything from obviously making friends and finding community to little expenses that no one talks about and how we found our apartments and everything in between. Yeah, we kind of wanted it to be like obviously focusing on how to fit into a big city, but then also like what did our whole kind of experience moving to big cities look like as well? And like, how have we found ways to fit in to our cities? Um, obviously too, Caroline and I are like very similar and I, in our routine. So when we talk about things like in communities and stuff, know that there's probably so many other things that we're not mentioning, but it's like, we kind of stick to what we know. So we're going to just speak on like our experiences, but there's always like so much out there. And I think the biggest thing too, is like doing research and seeing what's around you. Um, but yeah, these are kind of just speaking on our experiences. Love um, a disclaimer. Yeah. We love a good, I think every episode we have a little disclaimer. No, but it's true. Like literally use TikTok, use like the biggest time, use all your resources to see like what's around you and like ways to get social in your city and like find things that you like, but like the things we're going to talk about, the things that we like. Um, Okay, so how we decide where to live post-grad. So I know we've kind of touched on this before. I think like maybe in our college episode we talked about it or our intro episode, mm-hmm. but I live in Boston. And when I went to school in Ohio, I kind of always knew I wanted to come back to Boston. Um, it was just, it's obviously really nice because my family lives in New Hampshire. So I'm only like an hour away, which was really important for me, especially going to school somewhere so far from home. I thought it'd be really nice just to have like family nearby. Um, A lot of people that go to Miami, Ohio end up going to Chicago post-grad. So that was like an option for me as well. Um, But honestly, it kind of just ended up handing out that I got a job in Boston that I was interested in. And I know like for me, Right after postgrad, I think cared, I cared more about the city that I was in than the job, which I, I mean, who knows like what's right or wrong. I think if I were to get like, you know, my dream job in San Francisco, like I would absolutely move there. But like, I know right out of college, I just kind of wanted to like be in the city that I wanted to be in. And for me, that was Boston. So I ended up getting a job in Boston, which I was super grateful for. And then I lived at home for a few months and then I moved to the city. Um, I think kind of going in like to especially like 
post-grad, you're going to be moving to a city where a lot of other people that you most likely know moving there. Um, like I said, like if I were to move to Chicago, I would have moved with a bunch of friends and even Boston. Like I have a lot of people from high school that live here, a lot of family friends that live here. I think kind of going in and being intentional on if you want to like branch out and make new friends, or if you kind of want to stick with like the friends that you have. Um, I know for me, like I had a roommate from school, but we weren't like super close at school. And we both knew that we wanted to make like all new friends. Um, So that was something that I like went in knowing like, okay, I'm on a mission. And like that mission's like make new friends. Um, So yeah, came into the city and obviously Boston's like super expensive. That's something I thought about a lot. um, Knowing that, you know, I think thinking about like expenses is a huge thing that oftentimes people don't think about. Like I knew my cost of living in Chicago would have been much better. And I definitely would have gotten a lot of amenities that I don't have in Boston, like a gym, um, AC, <laughs> laundry, <laughs> like the, the little basics. Thing. <laughs> the basics, you know. <laughs> People, I'm lucky I have a dishwasher to put it short. But like definitely thinking about expenses was like a thing for me. But I also knew I just wanted to be in Boston. So I like didn't really care that much. Um, but yeah, that's kind of why I chose Boston, I guess, in general. Yeah. So Emerson, and I'm really glad that we have different experiences here because I think that Emerson took the very conventional graduate college, go home for the summer in between, and then move to the city that you want to be in, like pretty much right after you graduate. And I had a very different experience. Um, As you guys know, if you listen to previous episodes, I lived in Madison, Wisconsin, which was my college city, like where I went to college. Um, for my first year post-grad and that was because my boyfriend was doing his fifth year for hockey and we wanted to be in the same place and my job was fully remote so obviously if I can live with my boyfriend and like choose to be with him obviously I'm going to do that so and now he lives in Canada and I can't work in Canada so that's why I'm living here long story short if you're new here just like go back and listen to all my other episodes where I trauma dump about how (laughs) my life is literally all over the place but anyways um So I had kind of a buffer year, as I like to call it, in between moving to Hoboken, New Jersey, where I live now, um, which was like kind of like my big post-grad move. And um, I think it was really helpful for me because I got to reevaluate my priorities and like figure out what was super important to me when I had that year in Madison. And the things that I determined were super important to me is living in a place where there's a lot of different types of workout classes and things like that, that I can experience. Cause that's something I love spending my free time doing being close to family was really important to me since I went to school very far away from home and being somewhere that was like semi-familiar. Like I felt like I was craving a sense of familiarity after, like I said, being in the Midwest for five years. So yes, I ended up landing on Hoboken. I thought So I've always loved the New York city area. Like it's funny. Emerson's always been like a Boston girl. I've always been a New York city person. And a lot of that is just my family. I grew up coming to New York city and um, my mom and stepdad have an apartment here and they come a lot. So it's just, it's very familiar to me, but one of my best friends who's now my roommate, we wanted to live together. And so she told me she was living in Hoboken and I looked into it a little bit and I had never been to Hoboken before I moved here. And I just, I don't know. Me and her are very similar. I was like, honestly, I trust you. Like if I don't love Hoboken, it's right outside of New York city. And I know that I love New York city and the amount that I'm paying in rent is definitely very high, but I have a very big apartment that has a lot of amenities that I like. And to me, that was worth it. 
as opposed to living in a shoebox in New York city and working from home. Cause my job is fully remote. So that's kind of like how I landed on Hoboken. Um, I think ultimately like the reason why I'm not living in New York city or like my initial reason for not wanting to live in New York city was like the cost of living because New York city is so insanely expensive. And I think you have to sacrifice a lot of things in order to kind of be able to live there and like have the lifestyle that you want. And I feel like I am someone who it's important to me that my space looks a certain way and that I have certain things in my apartment because I'm just someone who's very affected by my space. So for all of those reasons, Hoboken has been perfect. Um, And I love how like homey it feels here. So one thing I also want to say on like the whole New York city thing. And I think this could go for like any city, depending on your salary is like, you're not just living in the city to live in the city and like, you know, just walk around. I mean, yes. Like I love doing that, but it's like, I feel like when you live in a city post-grad, you live in a city because you want to meet people. You want to go out, you want to go to dinners, you want to experience the like different food and the, the different things that the city has to offer. And like, coming from two people that live in expensive cities, like, yes, cities are expensive. So it's like, if you're going to be spending so much in rent that, and you're not going to be able to like live in the city and like do the things you want to do, then it's like, I think you should reconsider like where you're living because I really think like you want to be able to experience. And I know some people that live in New York city, they don't do anything because they're like, we cannot afford to do anything now because Mm -hmm. we spend so much in rent. Yeah. And it's like, if that is going to be causing you so much stress with like not having money to do things, then like, I think that's once again, that needs to be something that's like super highly evaluated when you're trying to figure out where you want to live. Yeah. And I think too, especially for New York city, like there are very, very different types of neighborhoods in New York city. And I think for me as well, I know the areas in the city where I would want to live. And it just so happens the places that I'd want to live are like some of the most expensive places to live. So it's just, for me, it's not really worth, like I said, sacrificing so many elements of my life to live in a neighborhood in New York city that wouldn't be my top choice. And for that reason, I love Hoboken. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I honestly don't have any desire to move to New York city right now. I'm very happy where I am. And I see myself staying in Hoboken for the foreseeable future. But I want to talk about like finding an apartment and roommates. So like, let's get into the nitty gritty logistics, because I think that's something that's so daunting and hard, especially if you're looking to move to a city and you're not currently there to look at apartments because I don't, yeah, it's so stressful. And I remember I was on street easy every single day, which is like, I think it's just used in New York city. I don't just, they have street easy in Boston or no. I don't know. I think I was doing like apartments.com Zillow, but yeah, I don't know. It's all kind of the same thing, but yeah, just, I pretty much met, like I said, I was with my one roommate, my one friend, Gabby, I knew like we wanted to live together and she had met our other roommate in a Facebook group. And it just so worked out that we all were like looking to pay this around the same amount in rent. And we discussed prior to looking like, again, what our budgets were, what we were looking for in an apartment, um, and like agreed on those foundational things. So I kind of got lucky where I very much was like the third person to come into the living situation. I wasn't really actively finding roommates. I got very lucky in that sense. So that was my roommate situation. Yeah. So I was really lucky as well because I ended up finding my roommate through mutual friends in college. Um, One of my friends, she was kind of actually like we were besties and then she was also besties with my current roommate. So she was like, you guys would live together so well. 
just because she's she had lived with both of us. She lived with me my um senior year and then she lived with my roommate her junior year. So actually she was like, I know how both you guys live. Like you would be perfect. So we actually spent time like senior year of college. We like met up. We obviously, you know, I think it's like important when finding a roommate to talk about like your lifestyles and like, you know, the way you keep your space and like all those things. And I can confidently say that we're very similar in the way we live. And that has been like the best thing because I, I know everyone has like has had experience with the roommates, but if you guys are not aligned on like how you keep a space specifically and like your schedules, then that can cause a lot of issues, especially when our apartment's the size of a shoe box. So we like just obviously talked about that stuff, decided if we wanted to live together. I think one thing for roommates is like, I hate to say like protect your peace, but like if you don't feel like the person's a good fit, you should not feel obligated to live with someone. Um, So definitely like, you know, being okay to say no if you feel like it's not the vibe um but then yeah we started looking for apartments super early on in Boston I think something to like consider when you're looking for apartments is like when the leases are most popular so like for Boston September lease is like the biggest one and then it's like August so we found an apartment for August um lease and we were really on it I mean we were looking every day like if you want an apartment you have to be looking every day and very consistently um, and we would just like work with, um, realtors and we actually signed our apartment lease without ever seeing our apartment, like Caroline said. Um, so we just had a video and we trusted the video and then we signed. And I think that's like oftentimes the case. So yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and I want to say too, so for the New York city, Hoboken area, um, I can only speak for that, but I literally have my notifications on, on street easy. Cause you yeah. type in your budget, bathrooms, bedrooms, all of that. And I would get notified every single time a new apartment would be put on the market. And something I want to touch on too, with these apartments is almost hundred percent of the time in the area that I live in, you have to pay a broker's fee and first and oh, last yes. rent security mm-hmm. deposit. So like right off the bat, you're putting down, uh, but I have thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, So I would be very aware of that. That's not everywhere. Obviously, like when I was living in Madison, Wisconsin in an apartment, that was not the case. But I do think everyone should be very aware of the fact that you're going to be fronting a lot of money right when you move into a big city, most likely. Yeah, that was something that I was like, not aware of at all. And I think, honestly, it's like so frustrating. And I think it's really ridiculous. But I know sometimes too, you have to like pay for realtors as well. So just like being super mindful of all like the moving expenses and the expenses to get an apartment. Okay. Next we're going to move into more so like the making friends and finding a community side of things, because I think that's what our listener question was more getting at. And I know I've talked about this before and I will stand by this Bumble BFF has, I have met two extremely good friends on Bumble BFF and One of them I live with now, my roommate, Gabby, and then my other friend, Shannon, who lives in Hoboken. And it's basically a dating app, but for friends, if you don't have Bumble BFF, you're literally like swiping on friends. And when I seriously tell you that, like I said, the two people that I met on Bumble BFF are like some of my really close friends. We have so much in common. Like, I think that's an amazing way to meet people. I think especially if you work from home and you're not really leaving your apartment a ton, like I do think Bumble BFF is awesome. I think there's a lot of misses with Bumble BFF. Like I've definitely hung out with people and I'm like, oh, this isn't really my vibe. And that's completely fine. It's kind of like dating, which is weird, but it is. So that's how I've met a lot of people. I would say is Bumble BFF and then 
workout classes, which I know we always talk about workout classes and this like goes back to what Emerson said. If workout classes aren't your vibe, like find another community. But for both of us, like that's, I have my community in my workout classes because I go to like the same classes every week. So I know the instructors, I know the people in the classes. So those were like the two main ways I would say that I met friends. Also in terms of like the workout classes and stuff, like running clubs are a huge thing. I know people, there are even like pickleball clubs, like tennis Mm -hmm. clubs. Like in Boston, we have, um, we're on like a river. So they have um, sailing and you can like join sailing. And like my friend Henry, he keeps saying, saying to me, Emerson, he's like, Emerson, you need like a hobby outside of like work. That's like not obviously the podcast and other things I do, but like you look like an athletic hobby or something. And I'm like, I know there's literally so much, even like there's like musical clubs. Like you can literally find anything in a city. And that's like something that's so special about a city is that there's literally endless opportunities. And I know like the friends thing post-grad can be so daunting, but I think what you really have to tell yourself is that there are thousands and thousands of people in the exact same situation as you And it really just goes back to like, if you think of your freshman year of college, like not knowing people, but it's like you lived, you made friends and like you likely had a, you know, good college experience. It's like that will happen post-grad too. And I think a lot of times like it's kind of dependent to like leaning on your roommate and like trying to like go out with your roommates and like meet people through them and like seeing if there are people in your apartment complexes, um, is like a big thing as well. I know I got really lucky with like work because I was in the office four days a week. You naturally obviously meet people and become closer with people if you work in a company that has, you know, a young culture. Um, So I'd say I got really lucky with work. I know I've told this story before, but I met two of my best friends in Boston, literally on the street because they were about to tow our car and we they were moving in and they were really cute and it's just like moments like that it's like channel your inner like extrovert whenever you can and be like would you like what's your number let's grab coffee like let's you know you just have to like be as outgoing as possible in those situations when you meet someone and you feel like you'd vibe so those are kind of my experiences we just got really lucky and like friend groups have just grown from there um I'd say the biggest thing is like, just like knowing that other people are in the same spot and like literally trying everything you can do to make friends. Like I know Caroline, weren't you doing like, you made a promise to yourself that you were going to try one thing every week or something. Yeah, Yeah, I would have to do that. Yeah. I would try to like put those parameters, parameters around myself because I'm definitely someone who's like, okay, I moved here. I need this, like all these friends right away. And so I think it's good to like have that to be like, okay, I know that I'm trying one thing a week to meet people. It's like, I've also very much come to the point in my life where I would rather be alone than hang out with people that I don't really vibe with. And like, I know we talked about this last week, but I feel like it's important to yes, find your community and find people and like fit in a big city. But at the same time, like, I don't think you should force it. And I think if you can find one, two, three people that you love. Like, I don't think you should put pressure on yourself to find a friend group because I do think that's very unrealistic for a lot of people post-grad. And so I think just try to focus on that, I think, and like making sure that the people that you are surrounding yourself with are people that you have a lot in common with and all the obvious things. But that was something too that I wanted to touch on. Um, One thing you said too, I think it's like almost focus more on yourself right when you move to a city and doing the things mm-hmm. you want to do and like being independent on your own and I feel like the rest will fall into place like if you are really passionate about you know spin classes or if you're really passionate about 
pottery and you join a pottery studio and you go weekly, like naturally you're going to find people and you're going to meet people regardless of if they're, you know, 70 years old and you just chat with them every time you go and you start to learn about their lives or if they're like 23 years old and you end up becoming really close, like focus on what you really like to do. And then I think naturally like the friends and the rest will kind of fall into place. Yeah, I love that. I'm glad we didn't go back down the spinning rabbit hole again. Cause I was like, we don't need to be talking about spinning anymore in this podcast than we already have. <laughs> Soul cycles <laughs> coming up for the third week in a row. <laughs> okay. Next we wanted to talk about finding your favorite spots. And this goes back to finding community, but in every city, obviously there's different neighborhoods, there's different local coffee shops, there's different parks. I have like my top spots in Hoboken that I can walk to or go to and they just feel like home and I love them. And one of them, there's a park that I love walking through. I have a walking route that I absolutely love. Um, There's coffee shops around, like just find like little things that you like. And a big tip as well is like, ideally find places that don't involve spending money. For example, like I said, like going for a walk or like sitting in the park and reading Um, but that's something like I've really enjoyed doing and like exploring a new city is just finding my favorite areas and communities within that. Yeah. And I know for me, like there's this one coffee shop that I think like going back into like how to fit in in a big city is like having a sense of like home and feeling like something's familiar because cities can be super overwhelming. And we're going to talk about that, but like having familiar things. So for me, it's like, there's this one coffee shop and I started noticing that there's this guy there's this old man who's always there every single time I go. And I started talking to him like a month ago while I was there. And I learned that he goes there. He has gone there every single morning for the past like 30 years. Like he's lived in Boston his whole life and he goes there every single morning. And now it's kind of like I go and I recognize that guy and it's like a familiar face and it's a familiar whatever. And it's kind of fun. And it's like, I want to just keep going back there because it's like this familiarity. So, um, definitely like exploring and finding like the places that make you feel comfortable and make you feel like kind of refreshed, I think Mm -hmm. is definitely important. Yeah. Um, And then we also want to talk about how to balance having fun and saving money, where to save versus spend. I feel like living in a city, it's literally just a black hole for (laughs) spending money. I think everywhere I walk, I am literally anytime I go on a walk, I'm like, Oh, stopping to get a water or, Oh, I'm near Trader Joe's. Let's just pick up groceries. And like, I think it's super easy to definitely get ahead of yourself. And like, while you want to live in the moment and be young, it's also important to not overspend while you're in a city. Um, so I think there are like a bunch of little expenses that go into living places that people like don't really think about, you know, that could be laundry that could be, um, whether you, pay for parking or not like I know in Boston like you can pay a shit ton for parking um public transportation I know is a big one like Caroline I know you can kind of speak on public transit more than I can but definitely like just being aware and like noticing where you're spending maybe like a little bit more than you should be yeah I think for me it's like I'm someone I love eating out and it's not even about the food I love the experience of eating out so naturally being in a big city where there's hundreds and thousands of restaurants that I want to try. And like, ideally, yeah, I would love to go out to eat with my friends every Saturday night and order an appetizer and a drink and everything and like do the whole thing. But for me, I'm like, that's a huge money suck. I think being completely honest as well, I think going out and drinking is very expensive. And 
having crazy nights out and ordering a bunch of drinks is not a super responsible way to spend money. And so for me, I've definitely tried to limit that and take that back um, a good amount. Cause I think when I was in college being super transparent, like I would love to go out and just act like my credit card was like never ending. And it's like, I think that's fine when you're in college, but it's like, I know that I have high rent that I'm paying. I have a lot of things, expenses, monthly expenses that are coming in. And so for me, it's like, yeah, sometimes I'm going to go out and like have a few drinks with friends and it's fun, but I really try to be super aware and cognizant about that. Because for me, that's kind of like the biggest money suck. I think that everyone can like easily fall into. So also one thing kind of about that is like being into, so my roommate and I got really into hosting and I think this could be a great way to like kind of fit in, in a big city and like find your group. It's like, if you meet a couple girls, literally have them over for like drinks and stuff. And this could be so much cheaper. Like I, we love a pregame before dinner. Like you have a drink at the apartment. You really enjoy it. You know, people are splitting like the champagne cost for an Aperol spritz. You know, it's like $2 a drink instead of whatever it would be out. And it's just like another really fun way to like get to know people on a more personal level before you're out at like a busy bar or at a dinner or whatever. So just like finding different ways to like kill two birds with one stone, like hosting dinner parties or hosting little things, I think is um like really fun to do. Next, we're to talk about feeling overwhelmed and kind of just combating that sense of like hustle culture and living in a city yeah. and like finding your peace, I think. I noticed that my stress levels and like my sense of urgency has become a lot higher since living here. And I think sometimes I'm like walking down the street and I'm like shoving past people and I'm walking so fast and I'm like, why, where am I going? I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I need to slow down and like smell the roses along the way, except maybe not do that in New York city, but, um, just chill. And it's like, I think I love the hustle culture of it all. And like, I love the bustling streets. And like, I think it's, it's a great atmosphere to be in. But like, for me, my room is like my safe space. It's my quiet space. I have my room very neutral. It's like very relaxing for me to be in. So I'm like, I know when I come into my room from the day, I'm like taking off my clothes that I was wearing on the street, like whatever it is, taking a shower and just like relaxing. And then too, I think like finding the more calm neighborhoods, like yeah. there's like a park near me where all these elementary school kids like go play for recess. And it's like, that reminds me of like home and living in the suburbs and just that sense of that pocket of peace. And, you know, I know walking in Times Square is not going to give me that same feeling. So one time I was in New York, last time I was in New York city, I was walking to meet my friend at dinner and I was walking through Times Square and I was literally on the phone with my mom and she's like, Emma, I can't hear you. And I'm like, mom, I know you can't hear me. I started like crying on the street. I'm like, why am I so overwhelmed in this city right now? But it can be like really anxiety inducing. And I think like for me, the biggest thing is literally like going and finding water or finding like grass and just like breathing, I think like has been the best thing for me. Um, And just like trying to find quiet areas, like every city, like Caroline said, is going to have like family areas and stuff like that. So that's been like, when I feel really overwhelmed and like stressed out in a city, I'll just go somewhere like quiet. I also think going to an area where you can like see the view of the city is really like, I don't it's know surreal. It's a very surreal it's feeling crazy. because you're like, there's millions of people living here uh-huh. and I'm just standing here observing all of it. I feel the exact same way. It's I like the weirdest thing. Yeah. I so agree with what you said about finding water too, because I think it's because we grew up on the seacoast of New Hampshire. So we're just very used to always being around water. But for me, like if I can go by the Hudson river and just, 
I don't know. It makes me feel so much more relaxed and it reminds me of home. So I don't know. I love, I love doing that too. It's a great tip. Yeah. Okay. Now we kind of want to talk about just our biggest tips in general, just like fun city tips that we thought of, um, when like planning this out. So I'll start bring a reusable bag wherever I have so many reusable bags, but I know like obviously for Boston and New York, they like charge you to use bags. And just in general, you should never be using plastic bags. Like, come on people. It's 2023. But, um, I always know like if I'm on a walk or out, sometimes I don't want to walk a little bit over a mile into my Trader Joe's. And like, if I happen to be on a walk and near it, I'm going to want to pop in and like grab some things that I need. So always having a reusable bag on me, you can get ones that literally fold into literally nothing that you can just put in your pocket. Um, that's been like the biggest tip for me. My next tip is walk or take public transportation instead of Ubering. I do not Uber since I've moved here. I feel like I Ubered a lot more in college. Uber is so expensive and it's not worth it. Learn how to use the public transportation. If you go into your maps on your phone, just like Apple maps, and you type in wherever you're going, you can click the public transit button and it tells you exactly what train to get on, where to get off, how many stops to wait when the train is coming. It makes it very straightforward and honestly so easy. Like I was someone where I feel like public transportation kind of gave me anxiety, but now I take the New Jersey transit light rail to my workout class every single day. I take the subway, I take the path all the time. And obviously I'll walk if it's close enough to walk, but like, I just think public transportation is way better than taking a taxi or an Uber because you're just throwing away money. No, obviously if it's late and you're coming, if it's late at night and you're alone, take an Uber. So I'm talking about like during the day. Yeah. I was about to do that. I was about to do that disclaimer as well. Like we do not need to be taking public transportation at like probably any later than like nine or 10, but I think, you know, use your own judgment for that. Um, also we're super grateful to live in cities that are very walkable. I know some cities are not, but, um, that's like the great tip. Okay, kind of going on to that is like learning the public transportation. I like Caroline said, like just use your maps because I've only take I take the T like I've taken it a few times, but I really like I said I'm like really into walking. But Caroline said using your phone, you can literally get anywhere on your phone. So like just always have your phone charged, and public transportation will not be that difficult. Even when I went to go visit Caroline in Hoboken, I took the path and like I could figure it out. So if like I could figure it out, anyone can figure it out. Next is just being super aware when you're walking around. I think this obviously goes without saying. And I know we all love walking around with their AirPods on and like listening to music or a podcast, but I do get worried when people wear the noise canceling AirPods on the street. I wouldn't recommend that. I think it's better to just be aware of your surroundings and even like walking alone when it's dark, like just be careful, be aware of your surroundings. Obviously this is absolutely anywhere. This is not just in big cities, but I think just kind of like also maybe look into the areas in your city that might not be the best, just so you have a general sense, because if you have no idea what the bad parts of your city are, then you could just end up like walking in to one by accident. So, yeah. And then also I carry a birdie. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but essentially it's like this thing that you take and you just pull it and it makes like a super loud noise. Um, I don't really, it's like an alarm and it has flashing lights. It's more just like a, it makes me feel safer having it. Um, and like, I know for my mom too, it makes her feel safer that I have one. So looking into like, you know, getting pepper spray or anything like that, just to protect yourself, um, is definitely like important. And you can always get that stuff on Amazon. I'm going to say the next one because Caroline's looking at me laughing, but this, I know it sounds dumb, (laughs) 
<laughs> but for me, it's been like the best. And it's, I'm going to say it and the way I say it sounds dumb, but have your mental breakdown spot. And now what I mean by this is like, I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying when like, if you feel overwhelmed or whatever, having an area to go where you can just like relax and like bring yourself together has been so important for me. I know that like, obviously having a place like kind of further out that I can walk, like I know for me, it's like seaport because it's this area like right on the water and you look over the whole city. And I feel like whenever I'm super stressed, I like look at the city and I'm like, oh my God, so many other people are dealing with issues way more than me. And just kind of having the spot that you can go to that like kind of brings you down and gives you peace. That's been really helpful for me. So trying to find an area that like makes you feel really calm is a tip of mine. Yeah. So that wraps up our episode. This was long. I feel like we talked about a lot of different things, but again, we really appreciate the listener email and we would highly encourage you guys to send us an email or obviously a DM on Instagram or anything like that with any topics that you would like us to talk more about. And as always, please be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. It really helps our show and follow us on TikTok, LTK and Instagram at totally unsure pod. Oh my gosh. Love it. We have so much now for you guys to follow us on. Um, I hope everyone has a great week and we will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you.